All right, one, two, three. Hey everyone, it's your host and favorite German, Martin from Shape and Twenty Fit, and today you're finding yourself in the first episode of the Shape Insider. So today it's going to be a little bit different from the usual me interviewing somebody else, but I'm actually going to be interviewed by my fellow team member Zaf. Zaf, why don't you introduce yourself a little first? Hey guys, so I'm Zaf. This is my first time on the podcast, so it's really great being here. Thank you for having me. For those of you who don't know me yet, I work on the content marketing team for Shape and Twenty Minute Fitness. I'm in charge of doing a bit all of the behind the scenes work, along with Leslie and coordinating Charlie on the podcast side. I also handle social media, so I get all your questions, you know, about Shape and the Shape Scale. So we thought with the Shape Insider, we would, you know, touch up on all these questions and topics that you don't necessarily all have the answers to. So this is the aim of, of this show, and also provide you a little bit of a behind the scenes inside of. What's actually going on in Twenty Fit and Shape and the company that's working on Shape Scale? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the plan for today is to touch up on the basics. So firstly, we'll go on to who Shape is and what is Shape Scale. Definitely not Shape Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, then we're gonna move on to kind of what inspired. Us, you know, to create Shape Skill, especially Martin. I mean, you are the the founder and the creator of the Shape Skill. I can't definitely say that on my side because I don't get <laughs> later. But yeah, and then lastly, we're gonna talk a bit about what's been happening behind the scenes, give you a small update, and what you can expect in the future. Awesome. So where do we start? Okay, so let's get right into it without further ado. And first question I'd have for you is like, who is Shape? Right. So as you guys know. I'm one of the founders of Shape. I work primarily on everything in operations, marketing, and sales. That's really my primary background: selling consumer electronics, having managed five, six, seven-figure online marketing campaigns for multiple brands. And yeah, I mean,、uh, we've been working now for a bit over four years on Shape. And Shape is also the inventor behind ShapeScale. And ShapeScale is a 3D body scanner that scans in photorealistic 3D. And we also have a platform called 20 Minute Fitness, which you're currently listening to, which is both a podcast. But also an online magazine, which you can find on our website on shapes.com/forward/slash/blog. Yeah, and I know Alex is not here right now. If you want to talk a bit about Alex's background, our other co-founder. True. So we are two founders. My co-founder is Alex Weinberg. He's originally from Belgium. I'm from Germany, as you guys know. And we both actually met in Hong Kong, working on different projects. And he actually had been working in product consulting, basically helping companies from small to big to take a new product from napkin sketch when it's just. An idea all the way to mass production. So he was really helping on the design stage, from the mechanical engineering, a little bit here and there on the industrial design even, and also the electrical engineering, which is really his primary trait. So he's a certified PCB designer as well. But you know, because he had been working for a lot of small companies, he had to really touch up on a lot of different aspects when it comes to product development. And yeah, I mean that's how we also met in in China because you know he was working on different projects, and you know once a product is being made, it also needs to be sold. And that's kind of where I came、mm-hmm. in. Yeah, that PCB experience of Alex definitely comes in handy you know, <laughs> for the design of that the shape scale. And talking about the shape scale, let's move on to what is the shape scale, and you know maybe later touch up on which industry we're right entering with it primarily. You know, so yeah, shape scale. Unlike its name, it's not just a scale, right? It's really. Scaling your your shape as well, right? Hence the name Shape Scale. It looks a bit like a wacky product, so if you haven't had seen it yet, you probably find it hard to imagine. But picture a scale. 
that is slightly larger. And then we have a robotic arm that is attached to that scale. And that takes a full 360 degree rotation around a person while they're being measuring their weight. And that takes about 40 to 50 seconds. And during that time, we do take a photorealistic 3D scan. Uh, the result is really a photorealistic avatar. Imagine like a video game avatar that looks just like you, like a 3D photo, basically. And from there, we basically augment that image of you over time with what has been changing. So for example, if you go on a new diet or you start exercising more and you really want to see how that is affecting your body composition, you not just want to have a number, but you also want to see it. And, you know, week over week, that change can be sometimes so minute that you won't be able to see it with your bare eyes if you look in the mirror. But if you measure it, there's actual change that's happening. That's really the, the core premise of shape scale. Yeah, definitely. You've probably had this before. Like either you or friends, you know, some people come up to you, they're like, hey, have you noticed some change? And you can't really know, you know, to the naked yeah. eye. It's it's so hard to tell. So yeah, you see yourself every day, right? So exactly, exactly. You get so used to your image of yourself. That's that's what I tell all my friends every time they ask me if there's a change. I'm like, I see you every day. So I'm guessing I can't notice it because, you know, it's like minor changes. It's something yeah. that, that's hard to see. But yeah, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, it's def it definitely looks like very futuristic. It looks like something that comes out of, a, you know, those sci-fi movies, the gadgets they have, like all those holograms. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's kind of also how the idea came about to to my co-founder Alex, when he was living in China, he was putting on some weight. So he wanted to get in a better shape. So he got a personal trainer and he started working out and he was feeling better. He was looking in the mirror. He was sure something has happened. But you know, you know how it is. Like you can't really tell. And sometimes you have bad days. Sometimes you have good days. You think like you're better. You even like doubt but, your judgment yeah. sometimes. Yeah, like, it's, it's very sure. biased, right? And uh, what he did, he got one of those um, Wi-Fi scales at the time. And this is like over five years ago now. And, you know, his weight was flying fluctuating the body fat was kind of fluctuating and at the end of the day after i think six eight weeks there was very little change and he was talking to his personal trainer hey what's going on we've been working out nearly every day i've been watching my diet i'm feeling better but this is not really reflecting any change like has all my effort been for, for waste? And this personal trainer was like, forget about the scale because we've been doing a lot of resistance training. You've been actually putting on probably some muscle and muscle is more dense than body fat. So you may have actually gained some weight, but you have actually shrunk in volume. And the only way to verify that is if you look at you know some measurements like your pant size, for example, and he actually went down an entire size. And that's when it dawned on him, hey, if I actually take the time and would measure myself all over, I would realize there's some change that is actually very trackable and and we tried this ourselves actually measuring ourselves you know every week throughout a you know 12 week period when we were really been getting in a better shape and we noticed you know there are changes happening all the time all over your body but nobody really has the time to measure themselves all over it's kind of inconvenient and there's also a lot of possibility for human error which is kind of how we arrived at the idea of shape scale of automating that through a technology solution yeah and definitely like what i see personally from my surroundings is that a lot of people base themselves uh, strictly on weight you know their weight for them is their way to tell if they're healthy or, or not healthy mm -hmm. but you know coming from my, my rugby background so i had you know a lot of physical trainers we even had like nutritionists people would measure like a bmi or any other index so personally i know that you know muscle is heavier than fat so right. you put on a lot of muscle you're likely to 
put on weight. And when people see that straight away, they put all they're like, what's happening? I don't understand. So exactly what you said. But that's a problem. A lot of people use weight as a basis nowadays. Yeah. And, and don't, don't get me wrong. It can sometimes work really, really well for those of, of you and us that are going for a lot of weight loss. Let's say, you know, I'm heavily obese. I'm 250 pounds. And now I have to lose at least 50, 60 pounds in weight until I reach a relatively normal weight. Then, you know, I have to watch my weight you know I mean that's going to be my primary measure you know like th there's no use really gaining a lot of muscle at that point because you first have to really trim the fat so yeah yeah in the end I guess it really depends on on your objectives everybody yeah. has different objectives but that's when it comes in really handy because uh, you know it measures not only weight loss it also measures like the muscle you gain so it's actually very flexible in terms of people who have different goals you know yeah so so let's talk a little bit about that you know what what is actually shapeskate doing so as i've said you know you step on it it measures your weight so you have that but then you also have from the 3d body scan a circumference measurements you know like your waist your chest biceps thighs calves neck etc etc and then we also take of course a volumetric measurement and that kind of it's maybe the segue of how it actually works. So mm -hmm. a lot of times we get the question, right? Like, is it using like some magic X-ray or something like that? Yeah, definitely. Right? We get that a lot. It, it is actually using light. So what we do is we use an active stereo camera. So it's basically two cameras and a laser that is measuring the distance. And we do this over a million times to create something called a point cloud of a person, which is millimeter accurate in terms of depth. And this gives us basically a one-to-one -one accurate model of a person in terms of volume and then we have the body volume of a person and that we correlate with their body density and because like we already discussed lean mass is more dense than body fat that's really how we get to a more accurate body composition measurement than what you find in a conventional bathroom scale because conventional bathroom scale is relying on something called bioimpedance basically jolting up electric current and because body fat holds a lot of water that's how body fat measurements are being taken but because it's so much dependent on your water level can usually offset it by either how hydrated you are or how dehydrated you are and there are a lot of factors that can dehydrate you like exercising not having enough sleep alcohol and, and all those can easily you know cause differences of one or two percent in, in absolute measurements for your body fat percentage which is extremely frustrating because you really want to now have I been progressing and you know if it's like moving up and down all the time you don't really know and sometimes you almost like like to think like oh yeah it's all wrong I'm doing the right stuff <laughs> and when you actually not doing the right stuff right yeah yeah i guess it's very tricky there's so much stuff to take into account so it's definitely very complex to measure these stuff but as you said volumetric measuring is is probably one of the most precise techniques yeah. nowadays. Yeah. yeah i mean it's similar to what you find right now in hydrostatic weighing which is the second most accurate body composition measurement where you jump in a water tank to displace water that's how they calculate your body volume which is hard to measure otherwise right and the most accurate one is of course the dexa scan which is using a low intensity x-ray which you know was initially for bone density measurements and that way you have of course you know like the exact density of your bones and the weight your organs and the visceral fat around them and those are not things that we can measure but you know typically your bone composition doesn't change a lot over time right uh, until you know there's a lot of change until you know you're 20 21 and after mm -hmm. that there's not a lot of change anymore and uh the same for the visceral fat it tends to be in correlation to your overall fat, to your subcutaneous fat. So most of the change you're gonna experience is either gonna result through 
muscle mass that is changing your lean mass composition or your body fat. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we can very accurately measure yeah. on shape scale. Yeah. Talking about those DEXA scans, obviously we know it's the most accurate way to, to measure body composition at the moment, but it's mainly used by highly specialized professional people, right? Because it's very costly. It's it's not something that's very accessible. Yeah, it's a medical um, device. Yeah, it's definitely a medical device. So my next question is like, who is ShapeScale for actually? So ShapeScale is definitely not necessarily for athletes, although there can be some use cases because we do definitely provide also things that a DEXA scan does not provide, right? Like the photorealistic 3D scan, which is also very powerful to visualize change over time, which you can't really do with the DEXA scan. But generally, ShapeScale is for the everyday consumer. You know, a lot of the people that have talked to us and that have pre-ordered one right now are, you know, in their 30s, 40s, all the way even to in their 60s and 70s. They don't all want to have a six-pack. What they want is just to be a little bit more healthy. They have limited time and they have tried and done a lot and they just want to make sure they're, you know, being functional and efficient also in their diet and workouts. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so it's um, a product that both consumer can buy at $499 plus a monthly cloud subscription that really pays for a lot of the processing. That's one factor that we haven't really talked about, but a lot of the processing power actually resides on AWS in the cloud. Yeah, it is a cloud-based system. So to clarify that, I, I get that question a lot as well. How, where are the scans stored? Like, how does it actually work? And it is a, a cloud-based system where we yeah. store those scans and that data. Yeah, so either for, you know, personal users or alternatively, it's another area that we are exploring in the future to also deploy it to um, businesses. For instance, like a health club, like a 24-hour fitness or an Equinox, where you can kind of use ShapeScale on-site, on the premises. We know that's not for everyone because it's less convenient and privacy is you know more of a matter there if, if you don't have it in your own four walls so we now you know like there are a lot of people that prefer it to have it in inside of their homes but we know it's uh, 500 it's not at the price point yet where everyone can afford one that's definitely one thing that we're working towards too with future product generations yeah definitely and i've had quite a few questions as well from professionals mm-hmm. from a professional point of view, you know, $500 is still accessible if you're willing to invest into it for your business. I've been getting a lot of professionals asking me a lot of questions about the shape scale. What, what do you mean by professionals? For example, you know, fitness trainers who mm, want yeah. to use the shape scale for their clients or even some future applications that are not necessarily fitness related. So, you know, in clinics or even I've had some questions and calls about collaborating or, you know, dating apps, because yeah. obviously a 3D scan is, is, is definitely compatible with this industry. You know, it's it's like you're always trying to create something new. Yeah. And, and so I get a lot of people calling me professionals, fitness industry, health industry or other industries as well. Yeah, there's definitely a huge market for it. At the end of the day, though, we want to be conscious about making shape as accessible as possible. So we always designed with the end user in mind so that you and me, anyone can use the device on their own without needing a technician like you need, for instance, for a DEXA scan where you can easily operate it yourself and you don't need to necessarily hire a professional to use it. Yeah, definitely. My point right here is that to clarify that a commercial version of ShapeScale is definitely one of our projects. Mm -hmm. Right now, obviously, we're, you know, focusing on that personal use shape scale uh, where we're definitely working hard on the design 
on, on its performance, all these aspects. But just to clarify to all professionals, trainers that are asking if you can use a shape scale for your clients. So right now it is more designed for personal use. So you can you can have up to 10 users with additional cost. The reason behind that is because of the class-based systems. Again, uh, yeah, you, need, right. you need to store the scan. So that makes us incur some additional costs. So yeah, that, the more users, the more people get scans, the more cost is, of course, incurred to the business. And that's how we also need to scale the business model itself. Otherwise, we're going to run everything at a loss. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Plus we know, you know, um, businesses will have certain needs that we want to meet, and which is why we will probably offer a slightly different software experience as well um, in terms of reporting, maybe even having access to a web application in the future. There's definitely a lot of interesting things to work on. But right now, our core focus is first getting the product to the market, which is something that we've been working very hard on for the last uh, three years. Yeah, definitely. There's been a, a lot of huge efforts. The team's working very hard. The team has been growing as well in, in yeah. the last few months. So, yeah, I mean, after we had a pretty successful pre-order, we had to basically first establish, do people actually want to buy something like the ShapeScale? It's a new kind of product. There's a lot of risk involved, of course. And we also need to uh, meet minimum order quantities with suppliers. All of those were reasons why we first gauged the market with the pre-order campaign. And after the success of it, which is now enough for us to have a first, you know, really great production run. We raised also a funding round from professional investors here in San Francisco, also Louis Partners being one and Y Combinator another for over $4 million um, to further grow the team and accelerate things because we definitely wanted to pick up on pace. Things were going slower than we wanted. And we grew the team from initially at the beginning of this year in 2019, we were five people and now we're 12 and we're about to be 14 in about one or two months. And um, a lot of those hires were really in engineering from software to hardware. It's now in a good spot. Uh, we've been improving on the design. There were a lot of factors that we realized in early testing for one, uh, the robotic arm. There's a lot of complexity in there because there's multiple gears and motors. There's a lead screw mechanism that allows the arm to extend. And initially it was extending to uh, about five feet. Now we've been really raising the bar to over six feet because that really allows us to have a great facial scan all around, but also to capture a, a very tall demographic. Uh, we've been seeing that um, when we're trying to scan basketball players, for example, that we you know a lot of the 3D scan was missing because, you know, we couldn't really capture their um, upper body in a, in a great accuracy. And the accuracy is really dependent on the distance between the sensor and the scanning subject. Yeah. So the closer we can get the sensor to the scanning subject, the better the accuracy. So that was really important to us so that ShapeScale is really a product for everyone and not just, you know, the 80 or 90% of the demographic, but really the 99%. Yeah, these dimensions are really tailored to make sure that we're at the right distance to get the most accurate data possible. And as you said, we're, mm -hmm. we're always working on, on making these improvements. So yeah, it, it has been going a bit slower than we yeah. expected, but this is just to say that such a device is so complex you should you should see like all the components the research that goes into it Absolutely. it is it is like the first of its kind in this price range as well that said we are now at a, a pretty good spot i have to say i mean it's 
like like we've been saying, it's oh, been yeah, yeah. taking longer than we would have liked. Um, the progress over a year yeah. longer than we would have liked, to be honest. And now we have a new design that's being tested right now. It's looking really, really, really great. And if you have pre-ordered one, are you gonna see some of the first early shots fairly soon? For those that haven't pre-ordered one, you're gonna find out soon enough because we're gonna relaunch the website next year. That's coming yeah. up definitely. But it's I can tell you, it's gonna look much more approachable. It's gonna look some like something that you really would want to put in your home. The the current design that you see on our website, the red and black with um the anodized aluminum, it was very polarizing. Right. It's very masculine. Mm. It is very edgy. It's not something that a lot of people would want to put in their home necessarily. And then we know, you know, like we can have like 10 different iterations of the product. We can't make like a white one or like a classic one that has maybe some wooden elements. We, we can't mm. afford to do that, right? So we have only one version that needs to fit all, right? And 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 that's a beautiful design that we have come up with here with um, an industrial design agency in, in San Francisco. And I think the whole team is really proud of, you know, what's, what's come out of it. And now we're in a, a stage where the hardware is being tested rigorous fitness for use testing that it's um you know stable enough for you know different rotations and extensions of the robotic arm like i said a lot of moving parts so we want to be careful that it's going to be a durable product and then the next step is really to industrialize that design and also to refine the software experience for which we're launching a private beta at the beginning of um, 2020. so all in all it's taken us a little bit longer fortunately we're now at a point where a lot of the loose ends have been tied up so it's a lot more predictable right now the tough part is when you try and do something that's never been done before, you don't know sometimes how long it's going to take you, right? Yeah, and you're definitely going to have some obstacles that are going to pop up. Yeah. You're going to have to jump some hurdles daily because that's what prototypes are, you know, you're creating something new. You don't have as much knowledge as other products maybe that are similar. You know, you can base yourself on other products yeah. that are on the market. This is completely new. You have to figure everything out yourself. So that is a real, real challenge. But I think... That the team has pulled off really well. We're, as Martin said, we're in that sweet spot. Now, moving forward, we have a clear idea of what's going to happen. So, you know, it, it's definitely going to make it easier. We can go into testing, get some feedback. Uh, that's going to help a lot. So we're really excited. We're also really excited to show you this new design because we really love it. It's going to blend in perfectly in your home. So we're hoping you're going to like it as much as we do. We're pretty sure you're going to like it because it's <laughs> awesome. But yeah, so I think that covers everything we wanted to talk about in our in our first Shape Insider episode. So we definitely hope you liked it. We thank you for tuning in and we'll see you in the next one. Awesome. And yeah, I mean, this is not the end of the Shape Insider. Let us know if you have some burning questions, uh, anything that you would you know like to ask us. Also, the Shape Insider is, of course, not just about shape scale. We're also going to talk about 20 fits soon enough. There's a lot to discuss about um, the things that we work in on the content side as well, which is an integral part of the business. Because at the end of the day, our goal is really to enable you to lead a better and healthier life. And there's multiple ways of accomplishing that both through shape scale, but also through the content that we provide here on 25th. Thank you. Awesome.